We are in a time. We are in a time. How many of you know that we need a word from the Lord? Huh? How many of you know we're in an hour where we have to have something from the Lord? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Amen. I don't care whatever you're facing, whatever situation you have going on in your life. God has a word. He has something to say about it. Amen. Amen. And uh, we're in a season now. We call it Thanksgiving. And usually when we think of that, we think of turkeys and ham and dressing and stuffing and uh, yams and collard greens, turnip greens and cornbread. And I'm just getting hungry while I'm thinking about it. You understand? But from a spiritual avenue or from a spiritual perspective, Thanksgiving is something that the saints of God do, uh, that we give God thanks and we give him praise. And I want you to understand that praise uh, is not something that we just do haphazardly or because we don't have nothing else to do. It is one of the vehicles that God has given us to get us to him to touch him, to to get him to invade our space. Is that right? Amen. And when you understand that praise is, is not only uh, an avenue for us to touch God or to reach God, but it's also an avenue that he has given us to war, to do fight, to do a battle with. How many of you know the enemy can't stand a praiser because as long as I have a praise in my mouth, the devil can't knock me out. Don't count out a praiser. Look at somebody and say, don't count out a praiser. Amen. Because if I can still praise God, I still got life. I might be crying, but if I can still praise him, I got life. I may be hurting, but if I can still muster up to say, thank you, Jesus, I got, a, I, I got life. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, I'm a praiser. Amen. And I want to talk just for a few moments about why it is important to praise God. Why is it important to praise God and, and why is it important for us to worship God? Because uh, when we talk about praise and when we talk about worship, they're distinctly, uh, they're two different things. Because number one, praise by definition in the Bible and to make it real simple, praise is simply uh, commending someone on something that they have done. Right. Something that they have done. I'm raised up in the South. And uh, when I was taught that when somebody do something for you that they didn't have to do, it's polite to just say thank you. Right. Y'all y'all sound like y'all was raised by the same folks as I was. And so when you when when someone does something for you that they did not have to do, such as wake you up this morning, it's only right to just say all right, y'all going to catch me after a while. And when he puts food on your table, when he didn't have to do it, while countless other people are hungry, it's only right to just say, when he heals your body from diseases while other people are still struggling, it's only right to say, you under, you got me. It's only right to say thank you when he keep you from danger seen and unseen. And when he protects you from a car wreck or a car accident, he swerves you out of the way from someone hitting you. It's only right to say, somebody say, thank you, Jesus. And so it is only right, and that's why the scripture says, let everything that have breath, let everything that is breathing, let everything that is living, give God praise. Let everything that have breath. I don't care what you did last night. I don't care what you did last week. As long as you're in the house and as long as you got breath in your body, I have a reason to praise the Lord. One songwriter said, millions didn't make it, which means I'm one of the ones that did. So if I'm alive this morning, if I can look at you and you can look at me, I have a reason to bless the Lord. Is that right? But when we talk about worship, we move from talking about what he did or thanking him for what he did to now we start just talking about who he is. 
You understand it? We go from praising him. We commend him for the things that he's done, for the ways that he'll made, for the miracles that he's wrought. But then when we move into worship, we just start talking about who he is. Which means if he never does another thing for me, I'm going to forever worship him. And when you talk about worshiping him, you're talking about God, you're faithful, you're perfect, you're just, you're right. There's no one like you, no one in the earth that's like you, no one in the heavens that's like you. When you start talking about him, you're faithful, you're just, you're right. There's no imperfections in you. There's nothing wrong with you. Shout hallelujah. When you talk about worshiping God, I worship him in the morning. I worship him in the noonday. I worship him in the evening. I'm talking about it gets so on you, it gets so on you, you could be driving down the highway. Your eyes start swelling up with tears. You got to pull over because you can't see because of the tears in your eye. Because the praise and the worship has taken over you. Shout hallelujah. Oh yes. You understand? And that's what God loves. God loves it so much. He loves praise so much. He loves worship so much that before the thunder clapped and before the the thunder roared and the lightning flashed, it was always some praise going on. It was so much praise. God, see, let me tell you something about God. God don't need your praise for him to be God. God don't need your hallelujah for him to be God, which means if I never praise him, if I never say hallelujah, he'll let a rock crowd in my place. You understand? If I decided I ain't going to sit here, I ain't going to praise God, I ain't going to open my mouth, I ain't going to say nothing, that's all right. It's somebody down the road, it's somebody up the street that don't even know God yet, but they'll come up in this house and I'll praise you and me just because God's been good to them. Shout hallelujah. You understand? And so then I've, I've learned, I ain't going to let no rock cry out for me. I ain't, ain't going to let nobody cry out for me. You can't praise him like me. You can't give him glory like me. I feel some creeping up on me already. You can't praise him like I can praise him because you ain't been through what I've been through. You understand? God has done something for each and every last one of us that makes our praise unique and different. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what the neighbor sitting next to you been through. But I know that God has brought me from a mighty long way. If you only saw me about a year ago, if you saw me about two years ago, you'll know that God is a miracle worker. He's a mind regulator. So, reasons why we praise him. And I'm going to run through these real quick. I got 25 minutes. I'm going to run through these real quick. Number one, praise is a sacrifice. Praise is, if, if, if you, you don't have to go there with me for the sake of time, but I'm going to read it to you. But if you write it and if you write in those praise, uh, Psalm chapter 54 and 6, it reads it like this. I will freely sacrifice to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. He says, I will freely sacrifice Psalms 54 and 6. Number reason, number one, why I praise him. Praise is a sacrifice. When I talk about a sacrifice... It ain't something that I have to wrestle with you for. I don't have to fight you for it. It's something that you willingly give. Notice the scripture says, I will freely praise you. When you talk about that being free, it's not something that I got to pull out of you. I got to tussle with you. I got to fight with you for it. Mm -mm. When you talk about praise, you talk, when you're talking about giving him something free, it's something that I want to do. It's something that I desire to do. For example, I, I got to, let's see, I pull out the first dollar bill in here. I got some. Oh, it's a 20. $20 bill. Now, who wants this 20? You, you do? You want this 20? You want this 20 if I, you got to fight me for it? Or do you want me to just freely give it to you? You prefer freely. You prefer me to willingly give it to you, right? 
This is the way God wants us to be. When it comes to praising him, he wants us to be free and wanting to give him what's his. He don't want to have to fight you for it. He don't want to praise him to have to make you sing a bunch of songs for you to think about the goodness of Jesus. He don't want you to have to struggle to give him what belongs to him. The praise that I have for God, he shouldn't have to fight me for it. He shouldn't have to struggle with me to get it. I should enter into his gates with thanksgiving. I'm looking for the day that we get out of our cars and we already got a praise on our lips. Well, we can't wait to get into the house of God among the saints to begin to worship the Lord. Because I want to give him this. I give you this 20. You got to make sure you use it for the right purpose, all right? Give God a hand clap of praise for him. Look at somebody and say, God want it willingly. Look at somebody else and say, God want it willingly. He don't want to fight you for it. Hallelujah. He don't, he don't want to struggle with you to get what's his. As a matter of fact, if you got to struggle and if I got to fight you for it, you can keep it. That's how God feels. If I got to fight you to get what's belonging to me, keep it. Because when it's genuine and when it's from the heart, ain't nobody got to coerce you. Because the truth of the matter is, I didn't have a praise team when I was struggling in my house. I, I didn't have a praise team when I was suffering with depression. I didn't have a drum or organ or a keyboard when I was suffering with oppression. But it was just me and God. It was God that brought me out of it. And if it was God that brought me out of it, I don't owe you this. I don't owe your neighbor this. I don't owe the person sitting behind you this. I only owe God the praise. Look at somebody and say, I owe God the praise. So we, we praise, praise is a sacrifice, something that he willingly gets. That's number one. Number two, praise is for God's pleasure. Revelations 4 and 11. I'm going to go there. You don't have to go there, but you can write it down. You can read it in your spare time. Revelations chapter 4, verse 7. Listen to what it says. The first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature was like a calf. Uh, the third living creature had a face like a man and the fourth living creature was like a, oh no, Revelations 11 and 4. I was like, that don't make no sense. It didn't go with nothing I was saying. Maybe these words are too clear. I can't read what I'm looking for. My God. I'm going to find it and text it to your pastor so you can have it. But no, uh, what I wanted to say was Revelation chapter 4, somewhere around up in there, praises for God's pleasure. When I praise God, I'm not praising you. I'm not doing this for you. I'm not doing this whether you like it or not. I'm not doing this if you care for what I do or not. I may be a little uncouth for some. Some may say you, you too, you too loud. You too boisterous. And, and some may say you making too much noise. It don't take all of that. And I understand. I understand. That's all right. But see, my praise ain't even directed to you because the truth of the matter is you ain't did nothing for me. And when I think about the goodness of the Lord and all that he has done for me, see, you would be as loud as I am if he did some of the stuff he did for you. You would be as crazy as I am as if he did some of the stuff for you. But maybe God ain't did nothing for the person next to you. Find you somebody else and say, neighbor, has God done anything for you? Look at somebody else. They look a little sleepy. Look at somebody else and wake them up and say, neighbor, has God done anything for you? Because if he's done anything for you, you ought to praise him. Don't praise me. Don't praise your pastor. Don't praise the person next to you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. My praise is unto him. I said my praise is unto him. It's for his pleasure. Huh? It's for his pleasure. I don't let nobody make me feel 
indifferent about the way I praise God. I don't let nobody make me feel like I'm praising God too much. I don't let nobody make me feel as though I'm giving God too much. Mm -mm. As a matter of fact, I can stay, I can stand to say I ain't giving him enough. I, I can stand to say I ain't giving him enough. Because when I think, look, 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 sometimes God likes to jog your memory. Sometimes God likes to take you down memory lane. Like to take your memory on a jog called memory lane on that street. And when you go down memory lane, you start looking at some of the stuff that God brought you out of. You look at, you look at the house of depression and see how God brought you out of that. You look at when you didn't have no way and God made a way for you. You'd look at God and you say, Lord, I thank you. You go down memory lane and remember when you were sick near unto death and the Lord brought you back to life. It, I just give God praise. Look at how he saved your soul when you was a wretched mess and, and a wretched undone. You look at that and say, Lord, I thank you. I, I don't, I don't need a whole lot for me to praise God. God. Just give me a moment and give me my memory. Look at somebody and say, give me a moment and give me my memory. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul going to make a boast in the Lord. Huh? 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 Yeah. So then, it's for his pleasure. It's for his pleasure. God loves God loves praise from us. All right. God loves praise from us. Psalms chapter 22, verse three. This, so we praise him because it's a sacrifice. We praise him because it's God's pleasure. We praise him. Number one. And I got four sub points under this because he's worthy. Number one, look at Psalms 18 and three. Psalms 18 and three. Look at somebody and say, he's worthy. Come on. Say he's worthy. Psalms 18 and 3 says, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. I, I felt something when I read that. I will call upon the Lord for he is worthy. I'm sorry. He's worthy to be praised. When you talk about somebody being worthy, you basically look at them first four letters of worthy and you get the word worth. He's worth my praise. Did you hear what I said? He's worth my praise. I praise him because he's worthy of this. I praise him because he's do this. I praise him because he's worth it of whatever I give him. Holler at somebody across the room and say he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worth it. Which means if I praise him, if I praise him in Walmart, if you catch me in Walmart on aisle three and you see me praise him, it's because he's worthy of it. If you see me in the parking lot and you see me praising him, it's because he's worthy of it. If you see me dancing and shouting and giving God praise in my front yard, he's worthy of it. If you see me praising him while I'm washing dishes, he's worthy of it. If you see me praising him while I'm cutting grass, he's worthy of it. Look at somebody and say, he's worthy. Oh, yes. People think that praise is only limited when we're in the house like this. No, 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 no. Don't get it confused. My praise ain't limited to a church building. Because if you catch me on the right day, I start praising them right there in front of you while we're talking in front of the market. 
I start praising him right there while we talking in front of the in front of the farm. When I start talking, I start praising him right there while we in Walmart. Because all I got to do is when I think of the goodness of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't, I, it, it don't take a lot. God look for people that it don't take a lot for us to praise him. He want people that we ain't got to punch and we ain't got to prime and, and we ain't got to, we ain't got to coerce you and we ain't got to be your cheerleader for you to praise God. Uh-uh, he don't want that kind because if I got to pull it out of you, that ain't the real kind that I'm looking for. But the kind that I'm looking for is the kind that you give me without nobody coercing you. If I don't have the praise team singing and there ain't nobody playing the keyboard and ain't nobody playing the drum, can you still give me a praise? If you ain't got nobody to tell you to say thank you, Jesus, can you still give me a praise? Shout hallelujah! I love this. Psalms 150. Psalms 150. Y'all gonna make me preach in here. Psalms 150. We gonna praise him because not only is he worthy, not 150, praise. Psalms 122 and 3. Sorry, Psalms 22 and 3. I'm messing up your notes, ain't it? I'm sorry. All right. Psalms 22 and 3. I praise him because number one, he's worthy. I praise him number two. Because he inhabits the praises of his people. Psalms 22 and 3 says, but you are holy. Enthroned in the praises of Israel. Israel here represents the chosen people of God. And just in case you think they're over there in Egypt and all of that kind of stuff. I got a news for you. Look at somebody and tell them I'm chosen too. Uh Uh-uh, your neighbor sound like they've been rejected. Look at somebody else and say, I'm chosen too. I was chosen before the foundations of the world. I understand I was chosen before your mama and your daddy ever came together. I was chosen before you ever had an idea of who I was. I was chosen. He says he is enthroned in the praises of the children of Israel. Enthroned means he lives. He, he dwells in the praises. This is why I praise him. I don't just praise him to feel good. I don't just praise him to show off in front of you. I praise him because I know where he lives. If you ever want to find where God lives, find some people that will praise him. Now listen, it don't take a whole lot of us. Because the Bible says where two or three are gathered together. So all I need is about two or three over here. Two or three over there. Two or three over here. I don't know where y'all at, but two or three in every section. And the Bible says that God will live right here in our praise. See, you don't understand what praise does. Praise goes to God. It it, it goes to God. The praises of the Lord, they go to the Lord. But what I love is, God loves praise so much. See, praises go to him. God up here, he loves praise so much. And I'll show you how bad God loves praise. That before there was ever a praise team, and before there was ever your first singer, and before there was anybody ever created, the Bible says that when heaven and earth was made, day and light was, day and night was separated from each other. God looked at it and said, it was good. God loved praise so much that he praised his own self before there was anybody to ever praise him. You understand? Before anybody could tell him he was good, he looked at it and said, it was good. God loved praise. He loves praise so much 
that when it comes to him, he can't just stay where he is. He's got to come down into the midst of our praise. I don't care how bad your situation is. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't care how sick you may be in your body. I don't care what your money look like. I don't care what your marriage look like. I don't care what your family look like. If you could praise him in the midst of it, you're going to get God to step into your situation. Y'all, y'all still slow. If I could praise him while I'm sick in my body, it don't feel good. I know it don't. I know they lied on you. I know they accused you. I know they spoke bad of you. I know your children are going crazy. I know your marriage is at its wit's end. But if you could learn to praise him in the midst of the situation, you will get God to step into your situation. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I can't be quiet. You got the wrong neighbor. I said, look at somebody and say, I can't be quiet. I got to open my mouth because I need God. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah again. Hallelujah again. Hallelujah again. That's how I get them in my situation. Huh? That's how I get them in. That's how I'm inviting them in. And if he ever gets in my situation, high five your neighbor real good and say, neighbor, if I get him in my situation, he gonna turn it around for my good. And what the enemy meant for my evil, what the enemy meant for my demise, what the enemy meant for my destruction, it's going to turn around for my good. Got to hurry. So I praise him because he inhabits the praises of his people. I praise him because he's worthy. But I also praise him according to Psalms 150. Now you can write it down. Verse 2. Praise him. Hallelujah. For his mighty acts. Y'all, y'all slow. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't hear me. Praise him for his mighty acts. Maybe y'all a little slow, so I'm going to come over here. Praise him for his mighty acts. Y'all, maybe y'all will catch it right here. Praise him for his mighty acts. This is what I want to let you know. I don't know what your life has been like from the moment you was born to the moment I'm looking at you right now. But here's what I do know. If you sitting in this room with me today, it's a testimony that you have seen the mighty hand of God. Y'all don't know when to shout, do you? Y'all don't know when to praise him, do it. But if you in this room, it's a testimony that God has been mighty in your life. He was mighty when he healed your body. He was mighty when he saved your soul. He was mighty when he saved you from the car accident. He was mighty when he brought you back from death. He was mighty when he put your marriage back together. Shout it, he's mighty. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah in the room. I praise him for his mighty acts. I wasn't there to see him put the sun where it is. I wasn't 
there when he separated night from day. All of that is mighty. But I am here to testify that the Lord was mighty in my life. He brought me out of drugs. He brought me out of the crack house. He brought me from being a stripper. He brought me from molestation. He brought me. Look at somebody and say, he is worthy. I feel something creeping up on me. I feel something creeping up on me. I say, I feel something creeping up on me. Because when you start praising him, hallelujah, when you start praising him, ain't it funny that the more you praise him, the better you feel? Maybe y'all ain't, y'all, maybe y'all ain't testified of this before in your life. But I found out I could be feeling some kind of way. I could be feeling sad and, and depressed and, Johnny just walked out and uh, Lily just cussed me out at work. My initial reaction is want to go back with her, to, to go tick for toe with her. But um, there's something about the Holy Ghost on the inside of me. He'll make you shut your mouth when you, you want to open it. I, maybe, maybe y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe, maybe y'all don't know what I'm talking about, but he'll make you hold your peace. And instead of cussing them back out, praise me. And I found that the more I start saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Only you know Jesus. The more I start feeling better in the situation. I praise him for his mighty acts. Hmm? I praise him for his mighty acts. But then lastly, I got a lot of reasons I can praise him. But the last one I'm going to mention to you. Is over there in Second Peter. I mean, in First Peter two and nine. In First Peter two and nine. Shout hallelujah. Two and nine says, "But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You don't know who you are. A holy nation, his own special people, <laughs> that you may proclaim the praises of him." This is why I called you out. This is why I say you're a holy people, you're a chosen generation, you're a royal priesthood. This is why, so that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness. Y'all, y'all there. Who called you out of darkness into, uh-uh. He didn't just call me out to leave me out. Huh? He called me out of something to bring me into something else. I feel like preaching now. I, I feel like preaching now. He called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Look at somebody and say, this light is marvelous. Look at somebody else and say, this light is marvelous. He called me out of darkness. He called me out of whoremongering. He called me out of drugs. He called me out of addiction. And he called me into his marvelous light. Here's what I, what I want to leave with you. As I hurry here. Huh? He called you out of, but he don't just call you out to leave you out here. But if I'm going to call you out, it's because I'm going to call you into something. Look at somebody and say, I love my Jesus. Look at somebody else and say, I love my Jesus. 
Because he don't just call me out to leave me out. But he calls me out to bring me into something. And I come to prophesy to about 50 of you in this room to this morning that God called you out of your past to bring you into your future. Now, I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who I'm talking to, but for 10 of y'all that are receive it, God's calling you out of your past. He's calling you out of your mistakes. He's calling you out of what you did. He's calling out of who you did it with. And he's calling you into your future. It's bright. It's bright. Look at somebody and say it's bright. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah again. So when you see me praising him, don't look at me strange. Don't look at me funny. Just know that God got a future with my name on it. I said, know that God got a future with my name on it. I need you to look down your row and say, neighbor, everybody on this row got a future with your name on it. God paid for this future. He paid for it with his blood. You got a future with your name. I don't care what you did. I don't care where you come from. Look at somebody and say, you got a future. If you believe what I just said, look around, you touch three people and say, I got a future. I got a future. I got a future. Come on, tell them I got a future. I got a future. I'm not going to be like this always. You give God 365 days. Catch me at Thanksgiving 2022. Catch me next year. Catch me next year. I'm going to be different than what I am right now. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I see you in the future. And you look a whole lot better than you look right now. If you believe it, give God a shout of prayer. Shout in here. I see my future coming. I see my future coming. Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing. Shout it Lift those hands. There's a future with your name on it. And if I praise him, I'm praising him for what he's about to do. I'm praising him for what he's about to do. 365 days from now, you won't be able to recognize who I am. Because he's been just that good. He's changing my life right now as I speak over you. He's changing your life right now. He's changing your family situation. He's changing your marriage. Lift those hands all in this room right now. He's changing your financial status. Hallelujah. He's changing your career. He's changing your mind. He's changing your heart. He's changing it. Lift those hands. Father, we honor you in this room. We worship you in this room. Because there's nobody like you. There's nobody like you. Father, we give you the sacrifice of praise. And we do it willingly. We say worthy is the Lamb. We say worthy is the Lamb. We say worthy is the Lamb. 
that was slain before the foundations of the world. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. We give you praise in this room. Come on, I dare you to take the next 30 seconds and just begin to bless his name. Come on, the next 30 seconds, begin to praise him. Begin to praise him. Begin to let the praises flow out of your spirit. Come on, out of your belly, let them flow. Tell him how good he's been to you. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we worship you. I feel Jesus in this room right now. I feel Jesus in this room right now. Give him what he's due. 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 Think about how he's made a way. But more importantly, think about what he's about to do in your life. I told you he called you out of your past for your future's sake. You got a future. If you don't mind, do me this one favor and I'm done. You'll just embrace the person sitting next to you and say, thank God for our future. Come on, I don't care if they're young or old. Just tell them, I thank God for our future. Come on, I thank God for our future. Our future is bright. Come on, give God praise.